Isn't it funny that when our kids are little, they're like Velcro. They take everything they touch and we lose everything. But as they get older, their hands go up that are empty. Like, I don't want it. Don't give it to me. I don't want to touch it. Like, what the fuck is the difference between child stealing everything they can and a semi-adult teen and on going, oh, no, not me. was me. Can't well, do it. Don't touch it. And in addition to that, regarding insurance, how the fuck you think they're going to get to the doctor appointment? They're not going to drive themselves. I mean, <laughs> they it's didn't a, make that appointment. You're a pediatrician. <laughs> what the fuck? Hang on. Get up there and pay for yourself. <laughs> Here, take this card that you don't pay for up to the front. Paper. Up to the front. Piper. Yeah. No. Dear little Amy, handkerchief and Thanksgiving sides, all this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Hi, Ames. Hi, Tootsie, Tootsie, Tits. How are you? It's going to be a mystery for you to know what's on this week's episode because you were not here for my intro, so you have no idea. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yes, I received another mountain of packages at the front door. And they're so kind as to ring the bell now anymore. So, Are those Christmas gifts that are arriving? <laughs> yeah. No. No, 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 no. I'm not thinking about Christmas. It's so not even no. Thanksgiving. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Are you buying Hanukkah gifts now? Yes. Why are you, ins- this? Why are you insane? Because I think it starts like the end of the first week in December. Before you know it, this month is over and we don't give gifts anymore. So... Small, all the small things are the only things that my kids will be getting this year. Like, you know, that pen that when you turn it upside down, the lady's top comes off and you see boobies. What an appropriate Hanukkah (laughs) gift. Let's celebrate the miracle of God's spiritual presence in our lives and with tits. I mean, it's functional tits. Yeah. Shouldn't all celebrations be celebrated with boobies? You can you can (laughs) sign your alimony payment with this special titty pen. Yeah. Upside down. Happy too. Hanukkah. <laughs> Upside I'm down. I'm so glad for you. No, they're not Christmas gifts. We're we're um taking our friends' advice and we are participating in Cash Burn Summer, which has migrated into Cash Burn lifestyle. And we're just buying everything all the time. Can't afford it. Don't know don't know why we're doing it. Just doing it. Just cash burn, cash burn, cash burn. So Well, I'll tell you why you're doing it. You're doing it because A, a piece of you can, and B, you know that life is so delicate and short that what what are you waiting for? Or grammatically correct, for what are you waiting? Oh, fuck off. Why? Yeah, no, the reality is it's time for a lot of things to be fixed, sussed, zhuzhed, all the things, and so fix us judge we is must this your eight-year itch is this your eight-year itch shit wears out what do you want from me shit wears oh, out it so it's you only get so much life out of a sofa that you sit on every day times five Planned people obsolescence yeah they did so it on purpose i'm we're we're limping along on a couple of things and then once you start doing one it's like getting your teeth fixed or, or cutting bangs or something then you look at the whole rest of your face and then your body and then your life it's like everything that's adjacent to the thing that gets fixed then just look shitty. Yes. So that's what that's what's a hop on in. And also well, I do live with my husband who purchases items by the palette. So I have no idea when shit just rolls in. I actually had a sort of empty house 
this weekend. Yay! And because I have workers coming to do some affixing, I decided to use that time to ready myself for the next project and clean out the closet. It was awful. It was it was grueling. And I cleaned out my husband's closet. Like I actually started making decisions, which normally I would say, let me ready this for you so that you can make some decisions so that we can keep this. No, I, I've tried that game for too many years and he never has time. And frankly, he's not going to devote the time to it because that's the last thing on his mind when he's driving all over the planet, which I'm not doing, right? I was forced to stay home because the one kid was traveling so and the other kid was here so had to had we had to divide and conquer so I thought you know what I'm gonna I would love to come home to a clean closet if that were me I wouldn't like him making decisions on my behalf but here's how I made the decisions things that I thought he didn't want needed to divest himself of or here's the number one complaint no longer need to be stored in the closet things that you are going to keep but you don't need to display, you don't need in your closet where your shirts that you wear are five different signed NHL adult male gigantor sized hockey jerseys. They're, oh. they're giant. They're bigger than suits. You know how a man's suit is a pretty sizable thing and they come with those extra beefy hangers. Well, there's plenty of suits, right? Now picture all of those and all of the jerseys and, 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 and. So anything like that. I packed up in tissue, I folded real nice, I put it in a box into into our attic because we have one of those and I labeled it jerseys. So when you want a jersey, you can go up there. And I don't think he's noticed. He's come home and he's like, oh, this looks nice. Well, because now you can see what the shirts are. I've just sort of thinned it in such a way and I put them all in color order, rainbow order, and I matched all the shirts together, blah, blah. And then dress shirts, which he doesn't really wear. I picked out the five that I've seen most recently and that still had like dry cleaning tags on and the rest I folded dry cleaner style, put those in tissue, put those in a box up on the high shelf in the closet. So it's like everything is still in there, but instead of just jammed. It's just streamlined. Yeah. Because he also is the kind of guy, a tower of boxes just arrived as we've started. And I would not surprise me if it's from Emden, which is the University of Michigan oh, school it. store. So it's probably this season's crop of supportive promotional attire that never gets cycled out. As the new ones come in, you would think, okay, throw away the ones from 20... Throw away pick, pick a, a year. shirt? Yes. Are you out of your fucking mind? There's too many fucking shirts. There's too many fucking shirts. So... It was a massive undertaking, and it needs to continue, but that's what's a-cooking. That's what's a-hopping in. Did you find any handkerchiefs in there? No. Those will be stored with the ties, but go ahead. Can you explain to me? No, you're talking about a pocket square. That will be stored with the ties, Yes, 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 yes. Can you tell me why it was ever acceptable to blow your nose on a piece of cloth and put it back in your pocket and then hand it to someone else? Well, you yeah, yeah, I understand. There's multiple kinds of handkerchiefs. In- Disgustingness? No. I we can, I mean my father always had a handkerchief on him. My my forebears were handkerchief people. My father had one too, and then he washed it with all of our clothes. Yeah. Stop saying yeah like his boogie okay, dancing okay, with my okay, training okay, bra okay. is a What's going on in your daddy's nose cuz number 1, I Boogers. think it's No, I don't think you grab a hold of that thing. And blow out your brain into the hand of your palm and say, yummy, squash it, stick it back in, moist in your pocket. 
no, it's just for a little bit. If if you get some clear fluid dabbling down, you just maybe do a little tap tap. It's like a portable napkin before they were paper napkins. I hear all of your words, but the phrase clear fluid. It's really for tears. Not. No, it's for somebody who's crying and you got tears. Well, here's the other thing. Okay, when your nose starts running today, you are going to lie to me right now. Get ready to lie. Here it is. We're all prepared to hear your lie. Here comes the the lie. Okay, so when your nose is running. Go ahead. And instead of going with the big sniffle sound, which I won't make because that's the most obnoxious part of people doing sniffling around you is the fucking sound. Okay, so it's running down and you don't have anything around you. You will take the back of your hand. And do a little quick dip, dip, dab, dab. Sometime you're going to get gross and pinch it with your fingers, bing, bing, and then wipe those on the nearest thing you got, which is usually the butt part of your pants. What are you going to do with that hand? You going to race and find the next the next sink? Or are you just going to walk up to your friends and lovers and stick your fingers in their mouth and nose? I wash my hands. When? I would never I would never see somebody else's, unless it was my kid when they're super okay. little, okay. I would never see somebody else's nose running or tears and put my snot hand into their face to wipe it I've away. I've done that I before. <laughs> right, little kids. No, I've I mean, I've before. helped adults. I've said, oh, I've dried some tears before. After you snotted sn- on your own hand? No I, no, I would go and help them by, you know, I would touch their face if their face had snot on it. It and I would wipe the snot, and then I would Amy. have the snot at hand. This is not going the way you thought it was going to go. It, you're <laughs> or is it going exactly the way no, you it's thought exactly it was? Exactly how I thought it would go. <laughs> but to sum up, handkerchiefs are disgusting. Oh, Something okay. grateful to have left behind with a generation past. <sighs> Amy, what was the last lie that you told? Oh, I feel like I told one this week because it made me crazy. I absolutely told a lie this week. Is it because I don't normally tell lies? If I accidentally tell a lie. Then it tears me up until I can go actually make it right. So, of course, I lie, but it's never my intention to do it. If you look me dead in the face and I have to say something that isn't true, I can't do it. Like, I'm not very good at it. Even The only reason I'm doing it is because there's some greater good involved. So I'm trying to conceal something because that's the right thing to do or I don't want to rat somebody out, blah, blah, blah. So I was in this circle. I got cornered in one of these circumstances this very week. And I lost a little bit of sleep about it. And I'm trying to remember what the fuck it is. Oh, it's about my kid. Oh, it's about my kid. Yeah. What about your it kid? It was Friday night. It was Friday night. And I had to, tell, had to tell a fib because mm-hmm. if I didn't, I'd be selling my kid out. And I wasn't prepared to do that. I, so it was, okay. it was like parental justice. It's like, I'm going to deal with his ass myself. You're not going to do it. So now I got to be in a situation to be complicit in the lie he told you because you're trying to check up on him. And meanwhile, don't check up on my kid. And now I'm going to go beat my kid. Right. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the Italian way. Right. That's, I'm going to go catch him. In that's his the Italian eyes. way. Snitches get stitches. But at the same time, I, it's really hard for me. So that's when uncharacteristically, it was just Friday. Why? What did you think I was going to say? Never. Um. No, I thought it was going to be a lie for you. Like, I lie all the time. Can't make it. Can't go. Can't do it. Like, I. And I just had lunch with a friend, and we had a conversation about lie by omission. And she said, that's not a lie. That's I'm like, so well, a, a lie. Stop that's it. That's a phrase. She's like, I just didn't engage with that conversation. I'm like, no, you a liar. <laughs> that's what you lying. You a liar about lying. You got the cross lie. <laughs> you some double down on the lie. You lied to Check. yourself about being a liar, liar. On I'm checking fire. all the columns for that lie. Pass. Yep, yep, that's That's some super lie. That's top, top, tip top, titty top lies. 100%. Would it, su- 
would it surprise you? I'm just rapid firing. Would it surprise you if I had a 30 seconds with Amy? Oh, God. Geared up for today? Uh, no. Okay, go ahead. Are we, we're going to jump all over. Go hit it. Hit it. I'm ready. Let's hit it and quit. Pa -da, pa, right. pa, Amy. Pa, pa. Yes. Dear listener, if you are new, <laughs> where, have you, where have you been? Really? Welcome. We're so happy to have you. you. Yeah. Welcome aboard. Uh, we're just two friends, really, we swear, who are just shooting the shit for approximately an hour. And my biggest fear in life is a timer. Uh oh. And Amy trash talked me saying that's fucking stupid. Timers don't scare me. Tarantulas do. No. Uh, so she said, throw me a fucking timer. And I said, sit back and relax, dear listener, because here comes 30 seconds with Amy. And in those 30 seconds, she's going to name as many Thanksgiving side dishes as she can. Oh. Amy, go. Stuffing, cornbread, biscuits. Salad, green beans, sweet potatoes, corn, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, rolls. We have soup in our house. I don't think that actually counts. Um, broccoli casserole, uh, green bean casserole, a few sick sad fucks. Um, peas. Some people eat mashed or, uh, macaroni and cheese. Thanks. Squash. You can stop. You said that thanks was my, you did great. You got a, a, about 14 of them. Okay. And that's pretty great. I mean, it wasn't bananas and you named a <laughs> lot of forms of bread. Well, there's usually several kinds of bread on our table. Okay. I'm asking. Okay. Uh, I need some recipes Oh. for Thanksgiving ideas. I am catering half and I am preparing half. So... I got my kugel and corn pudding, as but that's two carbs. I need a vegetable. You mentioned broccoli casserole. Yeah, my mom makes it every year. She thinks everybody loves it. I'm sure people do love it. I don't eat it. So she'll take broccoli, like um, usually starts. Are you giving me a bad vegetable? I want a good vegetable. Well, let me just tell you quickly what it is, and you can make the determination yourself. Okay, fair enough. No hate, no shade, no judgment. She starts with frozen chopped broccoli, right? I'm a fan. If you can get the water out yeah, of it, I'm yeah. a fan. Squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it. She squeezes yeah. it in a kitchen towel and then basi basically matches it pound for pound with cheese. And so the whole thing is basically like this very cheesy, broccoli-esque, spoon-it-out-of-the-dish sort of concoction. I'll ask her for the recipe. I mean, it just I pass it. When it comes to me, I pass it. What else do we shake from a shaker into that? Oh, when it comes by, you just keep Yes, I say, it. here you go. So, yes. <laughs> No thanks. So I'm sure there's something else. It's it's not souffle like. Um, it's probably closer to like a, what I would consider like a creamed spinach. Something where do you know oh, what I mean? Okay. Broccoli is yeah. the base. It's almost like a dip. It's the broccoli is the base flavor, but flavor. But there's still it's not been pureed in any way. So there's there's chunks. There's the proper broccoli florets are in there, but each I, one I of them is enrobed in cheeses. I need to know. Okay. Well, yeah. So think macaroni and cheese, but instead of noodles, you're using you're using broccoli. <laughs> Dear listener, do you have a good vegetable side that I can use for Thanksgiving dinner? This is the week where I need you the most, and you are least likely to reply. So let's have it. Well, you're obviously you're going to do cranberry sauce. That's um, 
my cranberry sauce comes from a can Perfect. and it retains the shape of the can I or like it is slice. not traditional. I like it. It gives you nice slice lines. I like a cranberry sauce. I like that too. With the slice. <laughs> Um, and you're doing, you're going to be ordering stuffings, I'm sure. So I'm going to Whole Foods. They have a turkey and stuffing and a cranberry relish yeah, and, sure. yeah. and green bean casserole, which makes you want to vomit. Yep. But my husband loves with that French or turkey onion it's shit on It's easy to make or, or if you don't want to deal with it, makes it because it's kind of vomity. You make somebody else make it and then you can serve it and you're done. Again, highly recommend getting, all, if you're using frozen anything, get all of the water out of your flash frozen vegetables. How did this become a cooking show? How are you doing sweet uh, potatoes? Well, it's because it's what people are thinking about, honestly, for this I week. I was just at the shore for three days what? with what? Our, our dear friends, Carrie and John. And John opened up his phone and said, have you seen this? And I looked at his phone, and then I opened my phone to something you sent me, and I said, "Do you mean this? You both have shared with me oh my a God. sweet potato stack." Oh my God! Let's break it down. You go. Break it down. Ho ho! Sorry, that's how I break down. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it goes into like the. NBC, now you know, jingle at the end there. It's my favorite. I'm cutting all that out. <laughs> no, you, you, no, <laughs> no, you cannot cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut out. So on TikTok, Tell me. note to self, maybe put your glasses on when you're watching some TikTok. <laughs> so I looked at this fucking thing, and I couldn't believe that they were doing this to Karis, and I got so excited, and I said it to you because I couldn't believe that it was all about carrots, and then... <laughs> After I sent it to you, I realized it wasn't carrots. And Thank I God. and I identified it as something else that wasn't sweet potatoes. And then I learned like two days after I texted to you, it was actually <laughs> sweet potatoes. <laughs> Because when I got started, I don't even know what the fuck I thought it was. I wrote it in the text. I'll have to pull it up and look when, when we're done here, and I'll catch you up. I so, thought you were drunk. No, I thought you were just drunk. No, okay. no, no, totally sober. And I was so excited about this recipe, but then also so confused because it was mandolin thin slices of some orange-ish item, which I misidentified twice in both cases as the wrong veg, okay? And you- Not veg, you dear listener. You stack them. Blah, into little kind, tiny straight columns, drop each one of those into some sort of a greased up cookie, uh, no, muffin no, a, cup, like a, a muffin, muffin tin, tin, a cupcake, cupcake yeah. tray. Holder, yeah. Yeah. And you put them in there and then you bake them and then you take a fork and you jab it in the center and then you shove the whole thing into your mouth and then Wait, you chew it. Wait, what do you hear? <laughs> Not, you're missing my favorite part. Uh -oh. What do you hear when you shove your fork into that stack of... I'm sure of, it sounds good, but you know I never have the sound on when I'm watching TikTok, which is another reason I can't identify what the vegetables are. <laughs> As the fork goes through each crunchy layer of sweet potato. And Amy has done this before with... Potato, butter, potato, butter, potato, butter, potato. Palms and Okay. I don't know what that is, but I know oh it's God. potato. Okay. Here's the text I sent you. It says, I got so excited about these pepperoni stacks. Turns out they're fucking carrots. <laughs> it turns right, out not the carrots pepperoni. are fucking <laughs> sweet potatoes. Well, you know what? I'm going to send you this picture again for us to post it. They look like fucking pepperonis. It looks like a stack of pepperonis. That somebody These pepperonis aren't pepperonis. They're carrots. Okay. These carrots aren't carrots. They're Let's sweet potatoes. Let's get back to the Thanksgiving table. You need some pepperoni stacks. 
I thought you were drunk. Can you see why I thought this was a well, drunken evening of TikTok? <laughs> These pepperoni sweet potatoes look great. <laughs> right. I got to tell you, the idea of, and that started a whole conversation with us, of the mandolin. And I said, I thought it was Captain Corelli. I thought it was a musical instrument, the mandolin. It is. And Johnny said, yeah, I think it is. And then he started singing a song that had <laughs> mandolin in it. And I'm like, you're my hero. We went one for one on songs all weekend. And it was fun. That's what I'll tell you. Holy. But I did get a mandolin last year Perfect. that I was still... NIB. It is still new in box Why? and wait. Well, what the fuck have I made? So I am going to open the box. That's my goal. I'm going to mandolin the f- and I need like pounds and pounds because it turns out, dear listener, that Melissa is hosting Thanksgiving this year. Not, <laughs> not. <laughs> okay, she had to stop talking because while she was talking, <laughs> I didn't realize I was doing it, gang. And you know what? It's a perfect callback, so I'm just going to break it down because she's had to leave the microphone. She's laughing so hard. So while she was talking and I was actively listening, in a state of active listening because that's how I remain, okay, I took my hand and I rubbed it Donald Duck style straight up <laughs> to get all the snot that was coming out of my nose. Clear fluid. Oh clear fluid. And then as I went to wipe my hand on my pants, as one does, I then thought, wait. I can't believe I just did this. So I took my snot palm and I waved it in front of the camera and that sent her over the edge. Somebody's got to get some tissues in here, Amy. (laughs) By the way, the best, (laughs) I can't, the best place to wipe snot or dirty fingers is behind your knee. Oh, what? Because you never see behind your knee. You're so gross. Let me disabuse you of that. What's going to happen the next time you sit down with your back knee snot? Now it's all over them chairs you like. Gross. I'm fine with that. (laughs) You're gross. Look. I wash my pants. I don't wash my chairs. (laughs) Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Super (laughs) gross now. You're maybe making me think some things through. That's fine. That's fine. Um, (laughs) Uh, Okay. So... Let's go back a step. There's a broccoli dish. Oh, my God. That's funny. There's a broccoli dish. There's a, oh, you know what? There's the broccoli cauliflower salad that I could get at the Amish market. No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Let me, let me clarify. I'm an outsourcer. Let's, let's take it back a beat. I want those fucking potatoes and I want them now. When you are setting your table, how many of the foods do you want to prepare, of the sides, do you want to prepare yourself? Zero to three, a moderate amount. Like, do you have some limit? Is your goal to go buy or to or to make a side or two or five? Like, what are you thinking? Because that's going to determine what is recommended to you. Because the first thing I, I recommend am, to you is go to Wegmans. All right. I'm going to Wegmans. I'm getting the, the or Whole Foods. One of the two is, <coughs> is prepping a dinner for eight. Okay. There are six of us having dinner. It's my family and, and my husband's parents. But the next day, the whole family descends upon us. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday. So that's an, it's like a second kugel. It's a, it's a corn thing. So just for Thanksgiving day, I'm going to make two or three. And then I feel like when the whole family's together, it's latka time. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of frying okay. of potatoes. So I'm going to get extra potatoes and I'm going to try to mandolin myself some potatoes. Dear listener, if you think enough about these fucking potatoes, go immediately Oh, my God, this drops, oh, the week before Thanksgiving. Go immediately to our Facebook page, which is 
Brilliant Observations on Facebook, where Brillob Squad join and answer the very difficult questions that we don't even approve or disapprove. You're just in. <laughs> and you will see the TikTok that Amy will throw up there of this one's sweet potatoes, but I got to tell you, I, I would like it with regular potatoes it looked just like, as much. It looked like pepperoni snacks. That's what I'm trying to say. They, they looked, looked amazing. Like pepperonis. Well, you can use the mandolin. I'm going to lose a finger. You I'm going to lose a finger. You know, no, 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 no. You might if you <laughs> use it improperly. So do not use it improperly. They're, every mandolin comes with a holder, a sliced, a sliced item holder. Yeah. You're going to eventually get to a point in your life where you think I don't need that my hands are far enough away no use it always use it and if you for some reason can't find it stab whatever thing you're getting ready to slice with a fork and hold the fork so that the tines are just pointed toward it right get your hands as far away from the slicer as possible that's a smart thing to do there's nothing wrong and if you don't want to deal with the mandolin you feel like it's just a bridge too far you could always do hassle back sweet potatoes, which are very similar. And that's you take the sweet potato whole peeled, right? Mm -hmm. Then you take two spoon handles, so very large wooden spoons. You know how they you just lay them side by side on either side of the potato. So it's spoon handle, potato, spoon handle. Turn it perpendicular to you. Slice across the potato. So your knife is going to hit those spoons every time you try Never it. hits the table. Never right? hits I the saw table. This with and a then hot that way, dog. yeah, well, then what you're doing is you're basically slicing thin slices of the sweet potato, but the base remains intact like a little yes. spine. Yes. So now it, when it cooks, you can wedge things in between those sliced portions of potato. You usually say in betwixt. In, usually. You say in betwixt. So you can you could put whatever you want in there, a little butter brown sugar paste. You could put a little cinnamons. You could put a little um, cardamom, which is delicious. What are you making for your Thanksgiving? I am making nothing and enjoying it. Yeah, but you're the cook. How did I wind up hosting 16 people and you wound up as a guest? I moved. Would you like to bear the Thanksgiving traffic? On the two busiest travel days of the year, every fucking year of your life, and I board your dogs, and pick your child up from college, and return him to college on the way up and the way back, and travel to three different houses over the span of four days. Would you like to do that, or would you I like would to make a fucking turkey? Which no, is, I'm buying the turkey. Which is I'm yeah, gonna kill yeah, somebody if yeah. I make a turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Tuesday we travel, which is god awful. And we only travel on Tuesday because normally on Wednesday, we're helping to cook the meal that will be served the next day. So it's not without effort. But the good news is I am definitely a guest. And I have already migrated away from I'll bring a pie. I'll bring some wine. You know what? Nobody needs my pie. Nobody needs my wine. I'm not even adding that extra trip. And God forbid we end up in traffic or late or who knows or we have to bring a cooler. Fuck it. I'm bringing my empty gaping stomach fill it up that's what i'm bringing happy thanksgiving boom see you next year move away man that's the way it works i did move away nobody's fucking coming here and then everybody moved and now i'm in the center i'm in the middle of everybody um you had the happy sads this week i do have the happy sads i feel like i'm doing that woody allen thing I don't want to be a club in any club that wants me as a member. Like fucking this, your kids. This, no, that's a that's one of the Marx so brothers. So gross. 
Well, he slept with his daughter, and then he married her. He's, so don't do any Woody Allen okay, thing. That's I, a Marx I, brother. That that quote is attributed to him quite widely. So if he no. stole, yes, as she looks it up, which is super rude. So it, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jess. Look it up while we chat. But no, you can look it up because I'm pretty confident. I don't want to give him credit for anything brilliant. Then, other then than do his look movies, it up while I tell you about the happy sads go because ahead. it's widely attributed to him. So and if he that's one more thing he stole outright so we, <laughs> right. we gotta just we gotta take that away from him so i'm doing baby stepping toward things that i want to do things that i don't want to do but i need to do all good for me things and every single time that i do one of these happy things it makes me immediately denigrate it or beat up on myself or get hung up on all the ways that it wasn't enough and it's I'm just enough 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 I want the happies back where everything is happy and every incremental nonsensical minuscule happy thing that I do brings me overwhelmingly effervescent joy where are those days that used to be my whole life and now it's I do one good thing for myself and I'm like look at how shitty that was that was so small uh-huh. you got to do that for a million times <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want I got today. By the way, it was Groucho Marx who said it. And yes, he did seal it. Uh, woody dicklessness. Um, so <laughs> I got today a, um, a notice that the wedding that we went to this summer, fall, early fall, there was a video made. And we saw like these crunchy millennials walking around taking weird video like on a, an eight track eight. What's that called? Right. They're taking old time <laughs> on old a super timey, eight. Yeah. yeah, that's it. On like an old timey video thing. We're like, Ugh, these kids are so looking to like, I guess, create a, a vibe from the. They did it. It was spectacular. And the video this guy made gave me the happy sads today. I wept like a bitch. Aww. All the clear fluid came right out of my nose. I got a hand into for that. A tissue yeah yeah show off yeah it seems great. I was home it wasn't an away game there are always tissues at home so <laughs> I had to I had to mop that up for 25 minutes it's only a six minute video, but I quite there. thoughtfully and consciously did not click that link because I thought I need to I need to have some pregame I need to get ready I need it to get myself in an environment <laughs> beautiful I've never seen I've been to I would say I've been to a lot of weddings I laugh when my daughter says I've never been to a wedding I'd love to I've been to several weddings. I've been in several weddings. I've never seen anything like this. It was, and the video they made really captured oh. everything except the fact that my husband lost his hearing at that wedding and still blames me. What? Yeah. He lost 40% of the hearing in his left ear. Why? That night. We don't know, but he's Nothing like, was loud. That's what I said, but you know, you can't argue with. Are, he's doctor. trying to, he's trying to say. That there was some there was some inciting event, otherwise, or is he trying to say it was only hanging on by some sort nope. of that weekend is what did it thread. that night he woke up the next morning and said, "I hear like a high pitched sound, a little tinnitus, a little I can't I can't really hear." And the drive home, I think we were fighting about something else actually. But the drive yeah, home, yeah, it was whether or not you were going to go to Thanksgiving to the Poconos, if I recall correctly. Oh, that's a hard pass. Yeah. So yeah. that worked out well for so me. So congratulations. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm starting to How see. How do I lose whether I win or lose? see where the hearing lose. went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like I Sherlocked Holmes with that one. So he was nowhere near a speaker. This makes no sense. I think that it makes was just. no sense. I think it's like a used car. I mean, at a certain point, 
it's all the warranties up and the parts just start breaking so that happened to be the trip that was the straw that broke this camel's ear anvil ear and stirrup what's in that ear hammer anvil stirrup all of those sickle all of those yeah sickle <laughs> sickle in your ear look he i did need- try to get it back though he did have a guy put a needle in his ear put four the needle times in the ear for, put the needle on the record sorry. sorry and the eardrum goes like this i can't hear <laughs> nothing but high-pitched one <laughs> you know it's weird they said when you put the needle in there it hits a nerve that goes to your tongue that makes you taste hot peppers they're fucking witches Okay, (laughs) come on. Everybody wants to get all crazy because when the moon turns around on a Sunday and we all get our period at the same time. But guess what? Nobody's sticking needles in my ear and I'm tasting peppers. Fuck you, otolaryngologist. Bunch of witches. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bullshit. That's your mind. That's some bullshit right there. You know how we used to talk about how you and I still kind of write letters to people because... We're not savages, and we appreciate like the old, yes, the old yes, style of. I recall. I thought we- about you enough to write it down and send it to you, so you knew not only was I thinking about you, but I'm grateful for you and whatever the fuck else the letter says. That's right. Not signed. Not savage. Right. We'd love not to help. That's what do you right. have? That's right. Yes. If you could write a letter, mm-hmm. right here, right now, boom, to ten-year-old Amy. <sighs> Oh, Jesus. Yes. What would you tell her? Brush your teeth. (laughs) We weren't kidding. Yes. Floss. Your teeth equals heart health. Keep going. Uh, Do not stop swimming. And maybe something good like, I don't know, like stock tips. I had some good ones. I'd have buy to, Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, buy Apple. I did have a chance to buy Apple and I passed. Idiot. So don't get, don't fall for Bitcoin <laughs> or Dogecoin. Yes. Or yes. I passed on, on crypto the first time around, fortunately. So my, my, but dear listener, <laughs> if you want to hear about it, you could go back and hear what Amy invested in Dogecoin. A whole <laughs> lot of ones, one. 100 to be exact, which are now probably worth $8. I don't know. I haven't even looked. Who cares? Yeah, simple things. Simple things. Stay whatever's going good, keep it going. Those are the those are the things that I would and and probably do the thing. Don't don't put off, don't go and seek the money that you absolutely got. Just go ahead and do the thing, right? That feels a little bit scary because chances are you'll end up making the same amount of money or more. That's always been the case. So, instead of prioritizing that over everything else, I don't think 10-year-old Chase Amy would listen. Chase the art, not the money. Is that what you're saying? Chase the art, not the money? Because <clears throat> uh, that seems to be like a, yeah, I guess. a consistent thread for you now then. Well, I tend to pivot. I, I tend to pivot. I, I, get to, I get to an 88 to 93% mark. And rather than going all the way to the full 100, I'll decide that it's not what I wanted anyway or something else will become more important, or, or, or a million things. So I always end up either walking away from something right at the moment when it's about to strike, or to prevent myself from being successful. I always leave it. You sit in the parking lot of the beer distributor who is selling lottery tickets, and you're thinking, fuck the lottery. And then you realize the person who walked in instead of you just won 
$1.6 billion. I don't know about I don't know about that analogy, but okay. I did buy a lottery ticket. Everybody did. You're crazy if I you didn't. I did buy one. I bought one on my phone. I got to tell you, I know, doing it online, it's way too easy. If if there's nothing else that comes from lottery time, and I know every every week is lottery time, but I'm talking like the billions, like those crazy lotteries. Those are the best conversations of what would you do with, where would it go, how would you fund, all of those things. I love dreaming of what I would do with mad, mad, mad money. How would you spend that? It changes every time. Yeah, and that's the fun of it. That's the joy <laughs> of talking about it because it's not like you have the conversation once. Well, I would pay for college and I would do take care of my kids. I'd set up a trust. I'd make sure all the animals were fed. I have different ideas each time, but it's still fun to think about what limits you, that being lack of appropriate funds, from doing all of the things that you want to do. I can't even imagine what I would buy for myself because every one of those has a social component to it in this way. It would be the flop house in, you know, all of Italy that, you know, everybody gets to go to all the time or, you know what I mean? It's, there's not, there's not just, I would buy that, all the Louis Vuitton luggage for myself. Like, it's just, I can't even think of things. Well, how are you going to travel to all those places without the best Louis Vuitton luggage? I don't, I don't even like that pattern. I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I'm just saying for the sake of it, everything in these little, these little pretend hypotheticals I always come up with, it starts with, what corner of the world and am I, am I going to impact first? And you would think that I would start with my own because that's the one that's in trouble right now. So anyway, it is, it is, uh, it is a little fun pastime, but yeah. I like it. Yes, I like it a yes, yacht. yes, yes. Um, what I don't like is the implosion of Twitter. Oh my God. I'm having so much fun. There Are is you? nothing better. Oh, there's nothing better. What do you dislike about the implosion of Twitter? Truly. Are you, well, let me say it this way. Are you even tapped in enough to care slash know what's happening at Twitter? Or are you learning through other media channels what's happening on Twitter? Because Twitter is uh, fucking hilarious. So go ahead. Well, it is It is hilarious now <clears throat> as long as you see it for what it is. But I've always felt that way about Twitter because it could be a vile sewage spewing whatever when it had rules. And now it's like fucking mayhem. Elon Musk came out with $8 a month and you can get your blue check. Uh, but it's the gray phantom check now that means that we've verified you. You're just blue verified. But anybody could buy his username and represent. It just, he's getting exactly what he deserves. So I'm not upset about it. But I don't go there anymore as a location for information because that is not what it is anymore. So yes, it can be hilarious, but it can't really be informational. I I, I adore it. I find it <laughs> hilarious for entertainment value. No, I I find it hilarious in that it is it is the it can be and is proving to be this very day of this very week the global picket line. It is the protest machine. It is hilariously subversive. I mean, I've long been a fan of what has really unironically been called black Twitter. So I forget who was the first person to say black Twitter went crazy. So it, I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. Yeah, I saw that you know how, time. you know how people do Instagram because they, when Instagram became immediately popular, 
it was almost as a backlash to Facebook because it was about being faster, but really pictures. It was more show me. I don't want to talk about it. Just show me. Well, Twitter has always been, I don't want to look forward. I don't want to look back. I want to talk about now and I want to do it in a sentence or less. So it was brief and it was about words and it was about now. So that's my jam. I love it. It Get in, get out. So there's none of this feeds. There's none of this long backstory. It's the joke and then go, go. So what I love about it is with this blue check mayhem, the jokes are, they just keep on coming. And now they're not jokes anymore. People are doing it to corporations. You saw the one about Eli Lilly. So somebody took over, somebody made a fake account for Eli Lilly and said, drug, 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 big pharma and said, Mm -hmm. um, congratulations, we've decided to make insulin free to everyone now. And so that forced, it was fake. So that caused the company to offic- to officially announce that it's not free. We're still charging for it, which spearheaded a debate among several members of Congress who said, and why is that? Because the patent was free and it's it, it, was, it was intended to Eli. Lilly. It was intended to be free. Or right. Make, right. They sold the patent for a dollar because they wanted this to be free. It cost ten dollars to manufacture. Why is it two hundred and twenty five dollars to buy? And then that actually triggered a loss in stock value for Eli Lilly. They tank. Oh, yeah. just the whole thing. And a similar situation went on for somebody about eating meat, for somebody about um colonization practices like all of these the social justice is coming up making people eat the shit sandwich just because of a sentence the power and the stupidity combined in that is beavis and butthead gone right i just love it i just love it right it's a bunch of dick holding idiots are able to change the fortunes of billionaires and corporations with a phrase the power of it is astounding and ludicrous. So it's it's sickeningly hilarious to me. I just love it. I just love it. But you it. know you can't trust anything you see on there anymore, right? There is no... I don't know how trustworthy the information was to begin with because... Well, you knew that an Eli Lilly account, you knew that their account made comments, you know, and... and if you read something that was like, everything's free, you'd be like, mm, let me look into this, as opposed to now where it's just fucking chaos. Like well, and the the sad, the real sadness is in, mo- in other c- countries around the world, they're using Twitter as a true news and communication source. I know that in a, in a really gross bit of reality, when there was an active shooter on a college campus that I was curious about, you were getting better and faster information from locals posting on Twitter than you could through any other source. Yeah. Yeah, So you're able, so in real time, so that kind of lifeline information as a, as a communications vehicle, as a channel is very helpful. It has a utility that I hate to see bastardized in this way, but it was bastardized from day one by the participation of this, you know, idiot. So yeah, I, I don't know. I find it, I find it. Uh, it's entertaining. It's more, it's, I, I just, I love it. And I, it's hard to even put it into words because it's at equal parts. You deserve this and yeah. commentary on you and all of us. And it's just, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. I just love it. <laughs> I don't think, I'm trying to think. What are your four new businesses? 
Well, I was stunned to find out that my close friend, who I never in a million years would have believed it, told me and showed me that she had done her own artwork in her house. She painted a picture and showed it to me. Now, it was a technique-driven painting, one that, you know, you might see a TikTok or see an Instagram. I don't know how she saw it or was inspired. It was it was using alcohol to thin and then, like, make, make abstract designs in the paint because the alcohol, like... Imagine like a smoke kind of a painting. The effect. Okay. The effect. Okay. So she had done one of those and it looked for all the world like she had bought this giant piece of artwork and she was like, no, I just made this myself. thought it was really fun. I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. And I thought we could sell these so easily and I'm so excited to have partner in crime and just all the gears turning because I've wanted to do an art business forever. And then I was halfway through brainstorming how to you know, get the shop online and what this would be. And I was like, just stop, just fucking stop, just fucking stop, just fucking stop. Unbelievable. That's one. So the second one is I really want to do a local version of to oversimplify drastically toys for tots because every year I end up gathering lots of toys to give to a local charity to just distribute to kids or taking really their request and amplifying it to fill it and I thought well what's Toys for Tots doing and it's kind of cumbersome the way they do it I mean they have a machine they have a machine but I just want something local and it occurred to me why is there not an ability for a shared Amazon wish list where everybody can go in there and just put the item that they want right and then there's the opportunity for to pass that wish list around and people can say, I want to spend $6 and I want to, you know, get something for a boy or a girl or I'm looking for board games or whatever. And they just buy a couple of things and drop ship them to a particular location. And then we have a volunteer wrap day and everybody comes and brings and you can do this now the high school kids who are looking for service hours and we have all the car in the auditorium I somewhere I love this one and I now, love this and one. now everybody wraps all the gifts and then we stack all the gifts and then we have the volunteer pickup day and the people can come and shop the wrapped gifts cuz you know that's part of the problem is an unwrapped gift is great but you know what there's something to be said for if it's a bridge too far for me to get a gift for my child this year how am I also going to come up with the wrapping and maybe the time to wrap it? I don't I don't mean that wrapping is that difficult, but I'm no, here to tell it's, you it's, it's an not extra cheap either. It's an extra yeah. $20 for trash. It's an extra $20 and you know what? When you get a beautifully wrapped present, even if the present is shit, the idea of unwrapping a ribbon when you've never had a package with a ribbon on it for god's sake in a pa- in a pattern that you know doesn't exist in the closets of your house or your or your flat or your corner of the world you know every inch of where you live and that wrapping doesn't exist there so it had to come from some mystery source and it's buying in to this this idea of a fantasy figure dropping off the gift but there's something to be said for the surprise of just for no reason here. And so anyway, I was thinking about all of that. And then I thought, you know what? And wouldn't it be wonderful if this was a year round endeavor? And so it worked out if it's, it's basically the, just the, it's a bridge too far this month. I can't get the birthday gift. I can't do the whatever. So what if it was just an ongoing thing? And then, then it becomes now it's too big, right? So now it's, I'm figuring out globally. And then you have a partnership with Target for all their overlots. And it's like, stop it. I just wanted it local because honestly, I can't even find a charity to give the gifts to this year. 
There doesn't, I looked up children in poverty. I looked up children in need. I've tried all these different ways and they're all so hyper-specific in who they're serving. There's not one group where somebody, who could you even identify the parents to say, raise your hand, come on in and Toys for Tots, you have to fill out an application, show proof of of your income to be able to get the toy. I mean, if I could do all of that, I could probably wrangle up the $20 to go buy the toy. Just so you know, your public school knows who gets discounted lunch. Your public school knows who requires more. So that's how we do it here. We do it because you don't have to fill out another form that says, I need discounted, I need breakfast, I need discounted lunch, I need free lunch, I need, so you do not have to humble yourself. It's bad enough you need what you need and you don't want other people to know. There is a closet at our high school that has clothes in all sizes of things that we donate and go and arrange and set up. And so you can do it local, but I would go into the public school for that 13th business, second business of yours. Um, yeah. And in that case, already have that information. Bingo. And that's the other thing that I thought, okay, and here's how you distribute it. And you get the information, get sent home to all the parents and blah, blah, blah. And now it just feels like it's this huge bureaucratic enterprise, the, the, which is absolutely the last part that I want to be doing. And humbling. I just want it Who to, wants to fill out again? No, yeah. I just want it to exist. Bureaucratic on my part. I, I just want it to exist. All of the red tape that's going to have to be cut and pulled to make it happen is the part that I don't really want to do especially when Toys for Tots exists having said right. all that it's really just doing it smarter doing it local doing it in a way that is easy inclusive and non-judgmental I'm not interested in I I this would be a an honor system participation this is not about um, you know the people who are donating to this thing don't have to supply proof of income. So the people who are receiving shouldn't either. Everybody deserves joy. Everybody deserves a toy. Everybody deserves Aww, a luxury. Everybody deserves joy. They do. Like and that. it's not the it's not the kind of thing where I don't feel like a requirement of need must be met. If you're willing to raise your hand, that's the requirement of need. If you say I need this, then you know what you need, and we are here for you. And I'm not going to. I'm not questioning you. I'm okay. not going to question whether you need it or not. And if if I get taken in this endeavor, then okay. Wherever okay there's a that. system, there's abuse of a system. It doesn't yeah, matter. The I'm system okay is helping that. more than it's hurting. So I'm okay with that. Dear listener, we've trademarked all of these. Don't even think of stealing <laughs> any of Amy's businesses. It's Steal bullshit. it. There's I no see money. What you're thinking. I'm really still looking around. Like I know I'm called to do so much more than I'm doing. I need to make the world a better place. I need to make myself a better person. And I'm not progressing against those goals. So maybe I should start listening to Mayor Pete on TikTok to get myself some inspiration or someone or something. Not so, Cory Booker. He's just going to tell you love and send you down this spiral again. But Mayor Pete might help. He no, might motivate I, I think you. I, I, and I know that to some degree, motivation only comes through action. So there's there's nothing that's going to motivate me until I actually start doing the thing without the motivation to do it. You have to just begin and then the motivation comes. Start ugly? Are you saying start ugly? <laughs> that's some one way to put it, for sure. I'm definitely in the uh, feeling ugly point of view. But Okay, while we're in that weird transition-y mode, 
Are you still walking on the treadmill? Not as much, but today we had to move around our time for recording because I actually went to the doctor for my Uh-oh. check-in. No, I when I went check to the- Check-up, normal? I like, switched insurance around and actually had a check-up and mentioned that I really want to get my weight under control, that since menopause, it really feels different. It feels like the weight gain has been really- it, The weight gain has been very rapid, but it also feels- not to exaggerate, it feels out of control. It feels very strange and new for someone who's been overweight and sliding around on the scale with wide swings. This feels different now. Right, because before you knew if you went on like a, I don't mean to use these words, but like a bender. Right. You knew to expect right. to feel more lethargic, put on weight. But when you're not doing that and your body is now controlled by and hormones just deciding. Everything. Just everything. So it was, it, and not only that, even the resting, there was, there was, there's no way to get comfortable, right? There's no state when the, I just kept coming back to this when I was pregnant and they would say, well, how do you know if you're in labor? She would say, there'll come a point when there's no way that you can get comfortable. There's never a, you, there's no position you can be in. That's you're in labor at that point when there's nowhere that you, you just, you'll know it. And I was like, okay, it's like being in love. Okay. You'll just know. So this is a little bit like that. My body fundamentally feels so different and weird that even when I'm doing the normal tactics to change weight, lose weight, start that new have habits, worked in the past, that have worked yes. in the past, that are hard but have worked, they don't really work, Anymore. and they don't feel the same. So I just started asking those questions, and she ran some stuff, and I think I mentioned this last time she did blood work, and I'm not in danger categories for anything, but she said, you know what, if this is normal, you're one point shy of the danger range or you're one point over. So it's nothing I would do anything about, but because you're sitting here telling me about it, let's do something about it. So this was a month since that appointment and I've been doing these things and I haven't, I've lost like a pound, which is for all that I'm doing. Fuck that. So I'm going to do medication. So she's putting me on medication. So I, that's been called in. So we'll see if that's going to actively make something happen, which doesn't feel great. But at the same time, there's that kind of validation like, yeah, she said with with hormones in this direction and that direction and everything that I'm seeing on this on this feedback, you're going to be forever trying to make changes. And I can tell you, if I keep making these changes and nothing happens, I will stop making changes. I will just stop. I will just decide that I'm going to be a giant blueberry from here on out. You're so, turning violet, violet. So roll me around. And I don't want that. So I don't want you to go to the juicing station. So. I've been to the juicing station. Juicing sounds good, but it doesn't feel good. But that brings <laughs> me back to earlier at the top of this, we were talking about the happy sads. So it's, yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of really good things. And I'm, I would love to say that, you know, I got my medal in the mail. I meant to bring it here and show it to you. I'll, I'll put it, I'll take a picture of it and put it on the thing. I love that. So I've already started walking toward my, now I'm walking up Everest. So I have my second medal that I'm walking I toward. I want to do that. <laughs> so, I want to do that. Yeah. So in every, my, and my watch tells me, oh, look, you've completed, you know, this number of That's incremental That's a psychological steps. thing that yeah. really just, somebody so smart studying psychology said, you know, just badges and stickers, even virtual badges and stickers. We don't need those stinking badges. Oh, you motive motivate people so dramatically, and I'm one of those people. What do you mean I hit a milestone? I have worked out, meditated, stretched, whatever. 
for 152 fucking weeks. Like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, that makes is no sense. crazy. And I would, I, I am not an athlete. I am not in great shape. I love chocolate. I loved baked goods. Please re- go right back to any carb that we sliced with a mandolin and added butter to and thyme, I think. It was just, uh, when you get those patches, stickers, virtually, it's motivating. I can't explain it. There's a psychological something behind it. Feel free to write in and tell me what an idiot I am. Um, and do that at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Do that on Instagram at Listen Brilliant. You can go on Twitter and you can even buy our verified Check plus <laughs> gray or blue. Nobody gives a shit. It's only on eight thousand dollars. Yeah, it's only eight dollars a month. Uh, they suspended that because something's going wrong here. You think? <laughs> Do you think? Because Amy's here for it and she loves it. I think you're a um, fan of chaos, and that's fun to see you get excited by chaos. I enjoy uh, that. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I guess. Sometimes it doesn't I guess. affect you directly. No, I. You know. Yes, we'll see. I don't know. Dear listener, write us and tell us for what you are thankful. Next week is a big one. I got to tell you, we are thankful once again for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for turning us on. And we hope you come back and that you have a beautiful Thanksgiving where somebody else cooks that you get chocolate silk pudding pie. Oh, that was my last question for you. I'm so sorry. Yes. What is your favorite Thanksgiving pie? It's a tricky one. I mean, it's hard to unseat pumpkin pie when it's done pristinely well. You're making a face. You I don't like pumpkin ha- pie. Yeah, I don't Ugh. think you've had a good one then. It's a texture thing for me. Well, there you can have there you can have them be very firm. They're very good. I love a I love a pumpkin pie. I every year is different because my sister is basically a confectionery chef, so we never know. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do this year as a brunch surprise. So I just saw this today. And I have all the ingredients at home, oddly, so I'm going to make it tonight as proof. But I'm pretty confident it's going to work regardless. It's an alternative to a pie, and I think it is going to – you could even do this as an appetizer. It is – I'm just going to tell you – give you the idea of the recipe, and then we'll have to come up with a name for it later. So you take pears, fresh pears, slice them in half, and take out the core, right – Brush or coat them lightly with balsamic vinegar. Roast them, right? Take them out of the oven. Fill that hold center. Better be like cheese. With a lump of brie. There you go. And then put some crushed pecans on top of that and drizzle it with balsamic glaze. Put it back under the broiler just for a second so it gets all bubbly and then serve it. And they're so soft, you could actually take a cracker or a little tiny butter knife and just, just dip it, it just just go into the pear like that. Right, I'm going to get pictures that? of that today. Like, How I'm good get, is when that? that's done. Super easy. Super easy. And that really smacks of, oh, you know, you look at it and you think somebody knows what they're doing. And meanwhile, it's a fucking piece of fruit that you shove cheese in. Easy. Super easy. That sounds great. I don't know that that's in lieu of a pie, considering my idea of pie is a chocolate silk pie. Chocolate silk pie or down here a chocolate chess pie. Yes, that would be delightful. Mm, That's the banana cream. I like the ones that have pudding. Sweet pudding. Yeah, The pumpkin pie can be very pudding-like. What do you think is happening with a pumpkin pie? I don't like pumpkin. I feed my dogs pumpkin every day, and I I can't. I can't. That's what it is. It's not a texture thing. It's a dog bowl thing. You've just decided. <laughs> it's a 
dog decided bowl. that this is not human food. Okay. My dogs do eat human grade food, but Melissa does not eat dog food. Pumpkin is deliciously delicious. I'm also curious, dear listener, what is your favorite pie for this holiday? I will put it apple. out on the squad. Everybody apple. leans towards the apple or like uh, forms of apple, like or a the caramel crumb. apple or, yeah. or apple or whatever. I don't like caramel apple. I'm not interested in this shit. Yes, it's delicious, but I'm not going to eat it at Thanksgiving. I'll eat that at other times, but it's too many things. When you're done, you just need the simple classic. You've had so many flavors in your face. You, yeah. you really just want you want the one note, the delicious, crisp, perfectly balanced, right? So, ooh, and here's another great side for you. Instead of there was it was of course homemade, but you don't have to make it homemade. We're very big on crescent rolls at Thanksgiving. There's never enough. Everybody of them. gets their own basket. Yeah, we love this. Okay, so they make homemade um you can make the homemade croissant dough right and you before you roll it up into the crescent shape the croissant shape as you yes. say just take some freshly shredded gruyere and s- coat just sprinkle 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 like you're making a pizza and then roll it did you just make cheesy bread Cheesy just, buttery you bread? Just, you just made some Gruyere croissant rolls. And then when they pop out of the oven, you can actually serve them with some salted nut butter. So on salt, salted butter with like a little bit of crushed nuts on top. And now you're eating this shit and you're going to smack everybody because it's so fucking good. I'll show you the recipe. It's so good. I'll show you the actual recipe to make the your own homemade dough. I I don't want the homemade dough. I want the crescent ones that I can pop out of the thing. But I'm going to shred my own Gruyere for this because it sounds sublime. Yes. Can I sprinkle a little bit of honey over those? Yes, perfect. Yes, yes, yes. And salt. Get some flaky sea maldon or some kind of flaky sea salt. Salt Big, big flax of salt. And honey. And and you add it out of the the little bear's head. (gasps) Yes, yes. That's what the crunch of the the nut was supposed to do. But you can do it I think I just came. That sounds amazing. And now I need to eat it. Thank y'all. Thank Um, y'all. Tell us all your recipes. Tell us all your thoughts on God because we really want to hear them. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. Have a great holiday. Bye. Bye.